Well, hello. Hello, Blaine, are you okay? You just smashed through that window. Did you not hear that window? What? That window that was played in the intro thing, if Will uses the same intro thing. You just smashed through it. Are you okay? Well, I wasn't going to, but I can put the glass sound on. I, I... Is that another glass sound? <laughs> okay. That's going to sound weird. I did like a weird little bluesy thing to... Okay, okay, wait, hold on. How does it end? Is it like a piano? Well, I don't know. It just kind of cuts, but I, again... What's like the it. last noise? Like the very last noise. It uh, again, it just kind of cuts off. There, there's a drums, a guitar riff, and bass. And oh my god, Blaine, stops. you just got hit by a drum. Are you okay? Oh, no. That hurt. <laughs> Alright, well, suck it up. We're doing a podcast. <laughs> okay, let's go. Uh, what's our episode today, Jack? Alright, so this week... We watched three John Landis movies. Blaine, you and I watched The Rings of Power. The John Landis movies are better, but we'll talk about it. <laughs> uh, we also have a bunch of news um, and a few other little things. Other than that, I think we're going to get started, unless anybody has anything they want to talk about specifically. Blaine? Nope, we're well, going to take that silence as no. <laughs> well, silence is violence. All right, moving oh, on. Fair enough. I, I mean, I, wa- I watched a few things, but it's not important. No, it's important. Everything is important, Will. We, uh, I don't know about that. You. Okay, well, I, I'll do it in two <laughs> seconds. I went on an Orson Welles kick, watched Citizen Kane, and then I watched The Trial, Ooh. which is based on a Franz Kafka novel, which is uh, some weird nonsense logic. A guy is on trial, and no one tells him what for or why. And he's like, what the heck's going on? And everybody's acting all weird. Nice. Okay. That's um, it. All right. We'll see that, you next week. That was week. worth it. That was <laughs> all right. Well, no. Add like an hour and a half of just nothing. <laughs> It'd be a big prank. Ha. Pranked. Thank you, Blade. <laughs> Very nice. All right. Get into our news. What you got for me, Jack? There's only a little bit of news this week, but that's okay. Because I think we have a lot to talk about. Yeah, for sure. All right. First thing in news. House of Dragons Season 2 confirmed. Boom. Hooray. Hooray. It's fantastic. House of, It got renewed after the first episode and the second episode that we've already seen, because the third episode comes out the night we're recording this. Yeah, so we can talk about that later, too. Episode 2. Uh, well, the second episode got more viewers than the first episode. I, I thought they kept the momentum. Like, opening night. Yeah. I thought they did a well, a good job. With this now, kind of people who listen to this won't hear the spoiler if they watch the episodes and they come out, but Blaine, do you want to hear a slight spoiler for episode three? Sure, why not? There's a time jump. Oh, like? About two to three years. Okay, oh, okay, okay, because they, they showed the, the the child at the end of the episode two, um, previews for the third episode, so? Yes. Okay, so, okay. So, like, four of, like, the younger actors are being swapped out with older actors. Really? Yes. Who? Like, the main girl. Like, she's being replaced. Uh, the lady who, like, pinches her thumbs a lot. Uh, and a lot of the other just younger actors. Like, the 12-year-old that the king was going to marry. Context, Will. Context. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> okay. In- in- interesting. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, apparently, I like some of those actors. See, but here's the thing, though. Apparently, the actors, the older ones, were the ones that were originally cast for the role, and then they hired the younger ones based on the older ones. Uh, okay. Okay, so we just kind of got, first two episodes are just kind of... Like, those actors were only cool. hired for the first two episodes after they hired the, like, actual actor. Okay. Interesting. 
Okay, well, I'm excited. I'm, I like time jumps. If they do it right, I like time jumps because they can give you so much context. I mean, it, did, it did a good job of explaining the beginning of, you know, why there is conflict instead of, you know, doing like a bunch of different flashbacks throughout the show. Yeah. That yeah, unlike uh, the new Lord of the Rings, they actually give you like meaning to what they're showing you. Where like everything in Lord of the Rings nonsense i feel like but we can get to that all right <laughs> there's they just announced the new assassin's creed get excited everybody who plays assassin's creeds i'll go through the cities and run around i think that's so much fun all right do you like baghdad the country i mean sure well that's where we're playing the new assassin's creed baby Ooh, what time period it's called assassin's creed mirage and it comes out in the spring they're just really resisting um, feudal Japan like everybody wants them to do. Well, they already made that game, and it's called The Ghost of Tushima, and it is fantastic. Yep. Apparently, also, this one's going to be, like, back to the basics of Assassin's Creed, like, okay. mechanics-wise. Not like an open world? Yeah, some of the open world ones haven't been bad, though. I've played a couple. I played the, uh, what was the, Ro what, the Rome one? The Rome one, yeah. I don't remember. That was fun. Odyssey or Origins? One's Rome, one's Greece. O Odyssey. Origins is Egypt. I think. One one's Egypt and one's Rome. Okay. Then they didn't do Greece, and I'm just mixing that up. Maybe they did. Their lore is kind of all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the lore got weird after, like, the third or fourth game. Well, very nice. What, what Jack, did you ever... Say what time period this new game's coming to gonna be? Uh, I don't think they've even released that yet. They just said it was gonna be Baghdad. It's coming out in spring, and then it's called Assassin's Creed Mirage. Okay, cool. Mirage. I'll probably play. It. I never played the Viking one. Did you ever play the Viking one? Well, I bought a code for it, but then it turned out the code was only available just for Xbox, and I couldn't play it on my computer, even though I had an Xbox account on my computer. So. Yeah. Don't you have an Xbox, though? Yeah, but not my room. Fair enough. Where I usually do everything else. And I made a character, and I played for like ten, 10 minutes or something, and then I just never went back, sadly. Yeah. So sad. It, apparently, it's really good, though, so I I don't know. If I can get it on computer, because I bought the code for like $5. It, I think it depends on what you're looking for. The people that want like a story-based thing didn't really get what they want, but the people that just wanted to live in a Viking world did, because from what I understand, That's there's a lot I of... what <laughs> Yeah, from, from what I understand, there's a lot of like grinding and, and just in padding. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. No, it sounds like Odyssey and uh, Egypt one. Like what they did on those. See, those they like, yeah, it, it's trend. those, but, but stretched out. Apparently there's a lot of like just stuff that feels like like fetch quests and and menial stuff. That like you if have I to do. like if I like the game, I don't mind doing those things. But like I'm not gonna get turned on to a game by being told that there's gonna be more of those things. Right, yeah, I, right. I agree. But I I feel like Assassin's Creed does a good job of like every so many games they totally change the way they play them. So it sounds what? like you just said, <laughs> "What are you talking about, Blaine? They're all the same." No, they're not. Yes, if they you play, are. If you play the first game and then play Odyssey, completely different game. That's 20 years of progress. I'm saying from one game to the exact next, they are identical, except for the setting. Not from game to game. From game one to, from Assassin's Creed 1 in 2005 to now, yeah. Every three to four games, they evolve. Oh, every three to four games, okay. I mean, there's like 20 or 30 of them. 
yes, I, I'd like to spend sixty dollars on every game just to see teeny little tiny changes. Yeah, I, I, I mean, that's just my point because Jack just said it's going to be different. They're going back to the basics. The new game coming out. We'll see how true that. I don't think Blaine's seeing my point, but we can move on. I see. Yeah. <laughs> What's your point, Will? My point is that they they for a while they were doing yearly releases. Then they did other every other year releases, and they're all the same except for the setting. At least the past five games are all very similar to each other with very small changes. There's nothing groundbreaking about any of them except the really early ones, like two. Okay, fair enough. My point is you haven't played Breath of the Wild, Blaine? I've played a little Breath of the Wild. I'm not I'm just saying in the Assassin's Creed world. <laughs> they they have evolved it. Not not anything groundbreaking by any means. Okay. But from the first game to what we're at now, I feel like there's been three phases of I, I would hope so, but also by by what the logic of what you just said to me, Blaine, there should be three Assassin's Creed games. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Because they've that had three fair. ideas. They they take yeah, that, that is fair. They take like four or five games, move on to the next thing. Yep. Which is too long. I agree. I was not justifying it. I was just stating a point. All right, Blaine. Harley Quinn, do you watch it? I have not been watching it. Okay, well, you're going to have to because season four just got confirmed. Okay, well, you're watching season three. How's that? How's that? Pretty solid. The beginning was a little rough for me, but I think as it's been going on, it's gotten better. Okay, okay. I, I watch... I mean, it's like the only yeah, thing so, DC's consistently producing, so... Fair enough. I watched the first two episodes of the first season, and I, I enjoyed them for what they are. Yep, um, yep, yep. But we'll see. We'll see if I go get through the rest. I mean, I don't know. They're, they're decent. They're they're funny. I, yeah, it's nice is background that, Is that noise. what they're for, just comedy? I mean, yeah, there's nothing really serious. Yeah. No, no crazy plot. I mean, there kind of is, but... Overall, it's kind of just whatever. Fair enough. Like it doesn't connect with anything. It's just there, but it's pretty interesting. I might, I might watch the first season and might call it. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's fine. All right, Paramount Plus. Do you have it, Blaine? I'm actually. I've got it for thirteen more days. I canceled my subscription. Do you have Showtime? I don't. Well, do you have Showtime or Paramount Plus? Uh, no, I have neither. Well, guess what? They're combining into one streaming app. Ooh, ah, mind blown. Yes. You have either of those, Jack? Nope. I have neither. <laughs> nice. Um. Yep. So that is that. So I'm. Assuming, I don't know if it'd be called Paramount Showtime or Showtime Paramount or just a completely other name that they will whip out of nothing. But you know what? It happens. Hooray! Whip nice. it out. Yes. Whipper. I hardly know her. All right. <laughs> All right. Who likes Paul Dano? Yeah, okay. Who likes Seth Rogen? Yeah. <laughs> Who likes Sebastian Stan? Yeah? I mean, yeah, I don't know what that is. That's Winter Soldier, Blaine. Oh, yeah. And who likes Pete Davidson? No. Don't like him. Well, they're gonna star. They're gonna star in this new movie. It's called Dumb Money, nice. and apparently, nice. it's going to follow the Wall Street madness caused by the Reddit trolls skyrocketing GameStop's stock. <laughs> wow, that they can make a whole movie on that. They're gonna try. <laughs> See, that sounds like a movie you'd make in twenty years and analyze how it impacted the industry. 
not make it immediately after it happens. Yeah. Because when when was when did it happen? Like last year or twenty twenty. Yeah, because I remember it happening. I I don't remember the actual time, but yeah, I just remember it being crazy. But yeah, I agree with Will. You would think they would wait a couple of years. Yeah, well, time moves fast on the internet. I guess. Blaine, do you remember the Thunderbolts movie we talked about? Will might have been here for that. I don't remember. I don't know what the heck a Thunderbolt is. I'm not. All right. Either. So the Thunderbolts <laughs> is one of the new Marvel movies that's going to come out in the next few years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it's basically going to be like the Suicide Squad, but it's the Thunderbolts, if that makes sense. And they've officially released three characters that are going to be in the movie. All right. Yelena, Black Widow's sister, the one who wears the white suit. Okay. Um, Baron Zemo, he's in it. Purple Sock Mask. Is. He was the villain in Captain America 3. He did the little dance. Okay, okay. Um, cool. And then U.S. Agent. He was, he, was the, he was the fake Captain America. Oh, in the show? Yes. Yeah. Because he's... Yeah. He, that, what, what was it, Falcon? Yes. Then Winter Soldier. Yeah. So those three are confirmed to be in that movie because that you know that one lady, like the big earrings from Seinfeld, who was like going no, around recruiting yeah. people? Yeah. Yeah, she, she's gonna be like the Nick Fury for the Thunderbolts. And you say it's like suicide, right? Like Well they vi- it'll be a They're not villains, right? Well, they're all kind of I mean I, I wouldn't say Black Widow's sisters. I mean, she's like a secret agent, and she's like, Black Widow was kind of a villain before joining the Avengers. She was kind of like a I guess. Yeah. gray, kind of dark, like, assassin. Yeah, just assassins. Do whatever yeah, she right. needed to do to get the job done. You're right, you're right. And then, like, uh, I mean, U.S. Agent and Baron Zemo, they're both villains, technically. Yeah, I would agree with that. She, the Black Widow sister was the only one that threw me off. There's a few other characters that are still rumored to join, but those three are, like, confirmed, confirmed. Cool. Like, uh, like the abomination might be in it and stuff, and nice. And we saw that She Hulk. Apparently, I haven't been watching She Hulk, but you saw the twerk. I saw the twerk. That's all that matters. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Blaine. Tonight. Tonight. Yeah. What we got? Rick and Morty. Nice. Season six. It's coming out tonight. Ooh. Yes, I'm excited. What is, that, what is that airing on? Uh, it's usually Adult Swim, I believe. Okay. But I'm not sure. They usually come out like at 11 p.m. though. What is that? What can you find that on? Uh, Adult Swim, usually. Okay, but like what app? I think it's like the Adult Swim like website. Oh, really? So it doesn't go to HBO Max or Hulu or anything? Pretty sure HBO has it. HBO does have it, but I'm not sure if it goes next day release HBO, if that makes sense. Okay. It used to go it used to go Hulu, but Hulu's just everybody's stealing from Hulu. <laughs> well, I mean, you kinda had to after everybody stole everything from Netflix. <laughs> yep. I was gonna say everyone's making their own platforms at this point. And that is that is all the news. Short news. Yay. Alright. Yay. After short news. Do we want to talk about the three movies you watched for John Landis, or do we want to talk about The Rings of Power, Blaine? Let's start with the three movies. Right? Yeah? Will? You agree? Yeah. Cool. All right. We watched, this week, three movies by John Landis. We watched 
National Lampoon's Animal House, The Blues Brothers, and American Werewolf in London. They were all exactly the same. All right. <laughs> no, they, they were all very different. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. All right. So we, what, what ones have you seen, Jack? We've before, seen all of them. Before this, before this week. Oh, just all of Animal House, clips of Blues Brothers, nothing of Werewolf. I've seen actually the picture of Werewolf, but I didn't realize that's where it was from. Like, you know that, like, meme where it's, like, a cute dog and then the werewolf or something? I'm never. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that meme. Like, it'd be, like, a picture of a cute puppy, and it would say something like, the United States, the United States history books. And then it would say, like, I don't know. Then it'd be, like, the picture of the werewolf, and it would say, like, the United States in, like, Mexico's history book or something. (laughs) (laughs) Gotcha. Actually, it's usually, like, Britain and, like, India or something. That makes sense. Okay, so we'll start with Animal House. I know Will's seen it. Blaine, have you ever seen Animal House? No, so I haven't seen any of this. This is the first Ooh. time. This- oh, yeah, that's why we did it. That makes sense yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Wow. I've I've seen Animal House, but it had been a very long time, and I didn't remember... Um, I remembered the moments, but I didn't remember... Well, the guess what? Story? That's what the whole Question movie is. Mark? <laughs> I was gonna say, is there a story? I have written is in it's... my notes a series of things that happen. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And you know what? I don't care because that's fun. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there, there's a time and place for that for sure. Yeah, I agree. It was enjoyable um, here and there for certain moments, but I still like. I, I don't know if I'd go and watch this again. A big. I would definitely have it on the background. I can see that, like a background movie. Yeah. I'm of the same way, Blaine. Um, it just it is is a good time, but it it just didn't land for me no. in the way I was hoping it would. It felt it felt like um, first Bueller's Day Off for me, where it just like didn't go anywhere, didn't do much. It was there for comedy, which it was kind of funny, but not really. Uh, and there were some parts I thought were pretty freaking funny. There's there's some really good moments. There's some really good moments, um, but I, I I should say I wrote out the zit joke that's so iconic lacked a lot of impact. Yeah, like it just kind of happened. Like even even in con like I've you know I've seen the clip a million times and I'm like, is that funnier when you watch the movie? No, it's it not. Makes more sense when you just watch the clip. The con- yeah, like <laughs> con- normally in a, in a film context will add to a thing. Yeah. Nah, nah. <laughs> he just—I mean, I—I I liked what led up to that, where he's just like filling his tray with all of the food in the cafeteria, <laughs> and like slurping down just jelly while he's moving. <laughs> that was that was way funnier to me than to me than the zit joke. Oh gosh, that was that was I. There was some pretty good parts. I liked the part where, uh, I like where I like Ken. I like or Flounder. I like when he goes up to the. The guys, he's like, you guys playing cards? <laughs> <laughs> That's, I think my favorite moment is when uh, Bluto, the John Belushi character, is looking in the window of the sorority house. Oh, and he just keeps smashing the window and they don't good. see him. Well, he's, yeah, so he's in the one room and he's like, oh, nice. And he's like, <laughs> he, he jumps to the next window with his ladder, making just all of the noises. And she it's looks at even... him. And, and she's <laughs> looking right at him and just somehow doesn't notice him. And he's just, he slyly turns to the camera and just gives it the eye. And that's the one fourth wall break moment that we have. 
that was that was my favorite thing because I'm like, okay, all right, <laughs> so ridiculous yet fun. Because they because well, when we were watching it, you were like, how did Blaine? You and your fiance were like, how do they not hear him? How do they not see him? So him turning to the camera and just giving it the eye, I'm just like, well, that's why because it's a movie. <laughs> yeah, and they give a horse a heart attack. What I keep uh, thinking of, my favorite part was the uh, band at the end where it was just oh, kept they just walking kept walking down, into the they wall. They just kept walking into the wall. That was great. I don't know why I like. I don't know why that made me laugh. But yeah, that was pretty good. That was funny. They just follow the guy who just comes out of nowhere. We're like, oh, he's got the baton, so I guess they'd follow him. Or like maybe like only the two front people realize what's happening, and then the people in the back are just following people in front of them. But then they're just like continuously to walk. Into yeah, the wall. like they, they they do everything, and then they shoot back to the band, and they're just still walking into the wall. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, the, uh, I was looking up that movie. It didn't make a lot of money. Oh, really? To my understanding, these were all successes. Any of them get awards, or did Animal House get anything? I don't. I don't think any of them won awards, but I do think. I I I think they were all critically coherent. I don't think like not every critic was was praising these. If I had to throw out an estimate, I would say they all got above a seventy percent. If you had to grade them. Okay, I I I see what I was looking at now. So apparently it it made like less than three hundred thousand dollars opening Holy weekend. Holy cow! Because it was only in like New York theaters. But then it expanded to like 500 more theaters and then it grossed over 120 and then overall it made 140 million. Oh, that's pretty good for that time. Yeah. So Especially because what, what was the budget like? 10 million? Oh, it was like 3 million. <laughs> yeah. Dang. That's, yeah, that, that makes more sense. Nice. Because I was like, I saw it make a lot of money. But then I looked it up and it was like, it made a lot of money. I was like, oh, I read something wrong. And I was like, nope, it just opened up in New York and then the week, a week later they just put it everywhere else. Okay. Cool. Anything else on Animal House? I mean, it did have good direction. The, the, there was a lot of camera movement, which was good and engaging. To sum it up, the plot is the issue. Well, it, it just made a lot of good moments that people would just repeat over, like the guitar smashing. Right. There's just not overall, there's not an overall plot. There's sort of a message that the the, the, the snotty frats aren't the best ones, maybe? Maybe. I guess. If they, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I thought the message was, like, don't waste your opportunities in college because then you'll end up like these people <laughs> well maybe maybe ask the age of the females that you make out with that's what i got from it <laughs> <laughs> always don't make out with 13 year olds <laughs> well since you're engaged i hope you have my main question is who lets a 13 year old run the cash register how did she get hired isn't that child labor in the well, maybe her maybe her dad owns the store was, her dad was the was mayor. The mayor. Maybe, the, maybe it's the mayor's store. Then why wouldn't you get her a better <laughs> job than a cashier at... It builds character. <sighs> and she's also 13. <laughs> I don't know what other oh job she God. could do. That's what that I'm sure. That's my question, is can she even be a cashier? Well, this was like in the 70s. Right, and so so you don't have something doing math for her. You gotta be pretty quick. Uh, it's true, it's true, it's true. I don't think it really matters. I think all that matters is that he made out and had relations with a 13-year-old. He didn't know. And then ditched her at her house in a shopping cart. Yeah. Well, I mean, he brought her home. That was kind of the nice thing to do. He did. He did. And he he rang the doorbell. He did. And he didn't, well. I think he did that the correct way. Yeah. he, He didn't touch her beyond picking her up and putting her in a shopping cart to take her home. What a gentleman. Yeah. 
I mean, he did have a little fight with with Satan and an angel. I don't think he's. A, I think it's more of an anti pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <gasps> That's that's the other thing is if he did do something and then they revealed she was thirteen, everybody would be like, ooh, ooh, Yes, that is bad. But like, can you blame him for that? For what? I mean, she looked like twenty. That's true. When when they shot, she was nineteen. So I mean, yeah, exactly. She looks of age. Yeah. Well, are we duking or nuking? Oh, I'm duking. I'm duking all three of these spoilers. I mean, I. T- I duke it. It was certainly a worthwhile watch. It doesn't have to be one of my favorites to give it a recommendation. I hate it. <laughs> I'd have to... I, I wish we had a middle... I want a middle rating. You can't, Blaine. That's the whole That's point. That's the point. Okay, so if I had to do it, I would probably nuke it. I probably wouldn't watch okay, it. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, that's fine. So that's what I'm saying. I, I probably will duke the other two, but nuke, probably brand. I mean, that makes sense. Two Dukes and a Nuke. That's the problem when you, like, we watch, like, only, like, good stuff. Like, if we watched every single John Landis movie, then, like... Right. Right. Animal House might stand out as one of the best ones. I honestly don't know any other John Landis film except these three. He's got... He's got a Blues Brothers sequel that they did in 1999. He did Coming to America. That's right. That's right. He did do Coming to America. And then... Because I was going to watch that, but it was pretty late last night. The first one's solid. Don't even waste your time with the second. It is Garbo. Well, yeah, yeah, but I, I meant his very first movie is called, like, Splook. Uh, Schlock. Or Schlock. Schlock. Okay. So, okay, so I lied. I do know a couple of his um earlier ones. He did a movie called Schlock. Where he's, like, an ape man. Yes. Basically, that's it's a satire of, like, just trashy drive-in movies from the era. Nice. There were a lot of, like, just movies where people wander around for 80 minutes, and then the last 10 minutes, the monster shows up. Um, just to play as the second bill for drive-ins for teenagers to smoke pot and make out. The good old days. So his his schlock was a satire of that. Um, And then he made a movie called Kentucky Fried Movie. I saw that. Well, he doesn't even do most of that. Well, I mean, he he wrote and directed it. Well, he did, but apparently it's like the Kentucky Fried is four different bits directed by four different people, and I think he only did one of them. Okay. I've never seen it. I, I haven't either, but I was just looking at it. I was like, what is this? <laughs> okay. He's the only one I know. I don't, were there any other big names that popped up? He's the only name I know off that. Oh, uh, I didn't even, I didn't even look at the other people. I just read that description. I was like, I don't think this is worth watching unless I just watched his clip. Yeah. I, I mean, I'd give it a watch someday just on my own time. Oh yeah. Especially if you already like know who the other people are. Yeah. And then, yeah. Coming to America is pretty good. So if I had to watch another John Landis yeah, I'd go, I'd go coming to America next. I mean, I, I because I did enjoy the three we watched. I enjoyed them. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. Actually, he's credited as the director. Maybe it was just written. Maybe they were just written by different people then. Oh, okay. But yeah, I thought it was pretty good. The well, apparently also well in Schlock, he plays Schlock. Oh, is the character's name Schlock? Well, yeah, it's like that's the name of the monster, and and John Landis plays Schlock. Okay, Schlock. The term is also like like those movies were considered schlocky or hokey okay okay interesting the more you know he also john landis likes to use the word dreck a lot and i like that word he he refers he refers to those movies that he was satirizing as as dreck interesting (laughs) it's a fun word to say huh well is that everything we have on animal house yes sir i think so 
Okay. Thanks. I needed that. <laughs> You're welcome. That was the line from the movie. That's, oh, that's what, oh, I love that bit. <laughs> that's, yeah. When he just chugs that bottle of Jack Daniels, thanks, I needed that, chucks it against the window. <laughs> One of the most underrated parts of that scene is also where Icky grabs the back of the cow, or the other guy does, as they're trying to push the cow out of the house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the cow just, like, pulls him off screen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next movie, The Blues Brothers. 1980. It was pretty dang good. It was pretty good. It's good. The music was fun. The music was great, actually. I, that that was fun. That was fun. That was fun. I liked that. And then the, the cops just like... Just kept coming. Just kept <laughs> coming. And there was just so many of them. I like how the cops just had a personal vendetta against the Blues Brothers because they they didn't even run a red light. The light switched to yellow. And they didn't even really speed up. They just kind of went through it, which is like a common... I guess it wasn't... I guess that was frowned upon? I have no idea. But I don't think so. But the cops chase them for that. Um, and, of it course, they then run the going. cops. Yeah, they, they just keep going, and then they jump that bridge. Well, I, I, thought, I thought the cops were looking for him at first because they pull up his, like... Well, they pull up, his, they pull up like, their rep sheet, like, on the cop computer. They know they've been... So that's it opens with Jake Blues of the Blues Brothers getting out of jail. So he just served his time. They let him out of jail. Nice. They run a yellow light, and the cops go, it's the Blues Brothers. They've got a rap. We got to get them. Kill them. And then yeah. every single cop in the state comes out. <laughs> every single cop in the state and Nazis? <laughs> yeah, and then there's random Nazis there. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I still don't know why the just Nazis Just Nazis hate blues? <laughs> I guess. Yeah, the the blues is great though. I'm 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 a blues fan, and they they really dig into that uh, Chicago blues style. There's Chicago blues, Mississippi blues, Texas blues. Hidey 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 ho. Yes, very much Chicago blues, which is 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 that kind of thing that the Minnie the Moocher, Sweet Home Chicago, of course. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. No, it was fun. It was fun. So, do you guys wa- know why this movie was made? Did you look into that at all, Jack? Um, money. <laughs> no, you mentioned it a little bit, but... So they were, the Blues Brothers were characters on SNL. Like, they, they did the performances on SNL. Um, but the characters were created because John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd really just love that music. And they they wanted to start a band. So they put this band together just... In, in order to bring that style of blues to the mainstream, because it was, at the time, completely absent. Uh-huh. So they, they put they put this band together, um, and then after some successful ratings opening for, like, Steve Martin yes. and doing SNL and stuff, they're like, hey, we could make a movie on this, because Dan Aykroyd had, like, ideas of the backstory of the band. And he wrote 300 pages over 300 pages. And every member of the band had an elaborate backstory. And so he gives that 300 pages to John Landis. And John Landis goes, well, this is terrible and unfilmable. I'm just going to rewrite the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he takes the best bits from that and, and writes what we get. Oh, Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. And Dan Aykroyd, fully aware of it, was like, I know this is unfilmable. I'm just going to give all of, all of my ideas for these character, characters to you. That's and pretty you good. You make though, a actually. thing out of it. Yes. Which and, and you can see there's a movie called Nothing But Trouble from the nineties. 
which is one where Dan Aykroyd wrote down all his random thoughts. Oh. And John Landis had nothing to do with it. And it's got like a 13%. <laughs> it's real, real bad. Because it's just unfiltered Dan Aykroyd. I also just Googled why the Nazis were chasing the Blues Brothers. All right, what we got? So the Nazis won a court case to be allowed to march in public, the Illinois Nazi Party. And the Nazis were marching, but then the Blues Brothers drove their car, and all the Nazis had to jump in the water, like we saw. Oh, that's right! <laughs> and that's the whole thing. They just hate how they got wet. And that's... <laughs> that is why the Nazis chased them for the rest of the movie. That's so funny. Yeah, that is, um, that's a trait I noticed in Blues Brothers after Animal House, and it continues through American Werewolf in London, where John Landis loves his set destruction. Oh, yeah. He loves his set destruction. He loves cars jumping things, getting crashed, running into people. He loves it. And we got the ex-girlfriend just shooting bazookas. Carrie Fisher. Yes. And Carrie her Fisher. coke Yeah. Also, her coke yes. make an appearance. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So she is a she's the disgruntled ex-fiance of Jake Blues, who we learn left her at the altar. Yeah. For uh, obvious reasons. I I mean I guess. I mean, you can't tell me that this was the first time she was being a psychopath. Well, that's okay. Yeah. Ob- obvious reasons because after he gets out of jail, she she pulls up with flamethrowers and bazookas. Yes. To just try to trying to obliterate him and and his and Elwood, his brother, for some reason. She mentions that she's like, I knew after you left me that I had to kill you and your brother. I was just like, OK. <laughs> yeah, like, okay. Mean, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I just like how she blew up like a whole uh, telephone booth while they were in it. And it just like flew 20 feet and they still survived. <laughs> That's yeah. We love it. We love it. I no, don't it was fun. care. We love it. I guess I love it. Yeah, no, the music was really good. Yeah, it was, it was fun. And it was a good comedy. I also liked how they did like the building of the like. I know where you're talking, but like you know, like they just kept like grabbing people and just kept getting bigger. For the for the band, yes, yeah. That's well. That's the whole thing. Is they're on a mission from God to get the band back together. Oh, that scene was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you see the light? Yes, I do. <laughs> and he turns yeah, that was great. Ghost. And then the flips just down the aisle. <laughs> yeah, that was, oh man. Whoever they got to do that was was a big guy. It was John Belush. He <laughs> Could have been John Landis. He started as a stuntman. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Huh. Huh. That's cool. Which which might explain why he likes his, his, his stunts. Stunts. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Anything else we have on the Blues Brothers? Uh, some of the blues musicians like Aretha Franklin and James Brown were having trouble lip syncing to the, the playback. Okay. Because um, when you have those choreographed scenes. I kind of noticed that. You So you play the, the recorded song on set and the, you have to match the lips to whatever you sang when recording it. Yes. The right. issue being blues musicians never sing the same way twice. Oh, yeah. Like blues, blues, Stevie Ray Vaughan, people said he never played the same guitar sto- solo twice. So Aretha it's Franklin all and exactly Aretha Franklin and, and James Brown were having difficulty doing that because they're just not used to it. And it was driving John Landis nuts. 
And yeah, there there are moments that appear in the final film where you're like, ah, uh, the mouth wasn't quite right there. Yeah. Just because that's that's just I mean exactly it's like eh, but yeah, fun, little, fun little tidbit because it was still enjoyable to watch. That's what happens when you get music musicians and not actors to do the thing. I want my butt. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the other thing I learned. I watched the special features this morning. Aretha Franklin, James Brown, all all those musicians except Ray Charles were retired and weren't working. So when they called him up to be in the movie, they were like, "Oh, sick a job." i need money (laughs) money nice well okay duke or nuke i'm duking that duke yeah duke i mean that's what i'll come back to just when i want to see some blues performances yes yeah yeah i don't know if i've watched the whole movie but i definitely watched like the end like all the once again i think this is a good background movie oh yeah yeah especially if you've already seen it Mm mm-hmm because that's kind of All how it really was when we were watching the... it. Yeah. Because we were just, like, just talking about the, the whole thing. Um, well, Good stuff. Any, anything else in the Blues Brothers, Blaine? I got nothing. Nothing else on the Blues. All right, now we're going to the last movie we watched, An American Werewolf in London. Thoughts? Concerns? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I loved it. I, I, I thought it was really good. Out of the three, it's probably my favorite. So, Blaine, last week we were talking about horror movies and how some horror, how what what your idea of a horror movie may be kind of misconstrued with what they really are. Um, I don't know about you, Jack, but this is absolutely a horror. Really, it's a horror comedy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would say it leans more into the horror than the comedy because it, it's more of like a dry comedy. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Which I don't know if you've ever seen Evil Dead Two, Jack, no. but it's like that. It's yeah. It's okay. it's Bruce Campbell going insane in a in a cabin trying to to defend against I don't like demons, but it's 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 a horror comedy. Nice, but it's mostly horror. And and this is absolutely this this absolutely has has is a horror movie. I mean, with the werewolf concept, with I mean Jack the character in the in the film gets completely torn apart. And keeps coming back. I love that concept. Keeps coming back more decayed, and he yeah. can't move on because he died an unnatural death. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's that. That's one of the original concepts that hooked me into this because I was like, "That's a unique idea." Which I'm not sure if they did this on purpose or if it was the Jaws thing, where like the animatronic didn't look as good, but it made the movie better by showing it less. Yeah, and I mean, you do you do get some glory shots at the end when they're in the city of the thing on the prowl. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's. It's a four-legged, just like a massive wolf. Oh yeah. So it's not it's not like the the two foot you know just hairy man like the one in Harry Potter. Yeah. Yes. So that's actually good segue, Jack. That's that. Um, John Landis wrote this movie when he was shooting, I think, Schlock actually, in in Britain. So he he held on to this script for a long time. He was inspired by being an outsider in in a different country. And and by the just lore of a werewolf, and specifically, he wanted to show a transformation of a werewolf without doing what's called a lap dissolve. Yeah, which is how they did it in the '40s werewolf movies, where which is where you take like three seconds of the actor and then uh, do a dissolve cut to the actor with some more hair. Same thing, a couple seconds, and then dissolve to some more hair and keep doing that. 
but it gives kind of a weird, like, ghosty look to everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So John Landis is like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that, and I don't want to do, like, where the character walks behind a pillar and comes out the other side as the werewolf. Oh, yeah. And I want to do the werewolf as an actual wolf and not a, a two-legged thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So once, so once he, him and Rick, special effects artist Rick Baker figured out how to do that with his technology called the Changeo Head. Beautiful. Which is like the animatronic that they put the skin over where, in that shot where the muzzle kind of extends from his face. Yeah, that was a good one. That that's, was a good the, one. that's kind of the core of this whole idea. I was going to say, that was, it was pretty good for the time. Yeah, Rick Rick Baker was able to, to develop that. Rick Baker of Gremlins fame. Uh, he did the creatures in the Star Wars Cantina in A New Hope. Ooh. And of course, Videodrome, baby! Oh, okay. Yeah, no, it was good. The the whole transformation scene, I was I was impressed. Yeah, that's that's I like that one a lot. And where the hair like grows out of the skin. Spoilers, spoilers. My favorite part of the movie is at the end. Just he just gets shot, dies, credits. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's over. It's done. That's He's it. done. He's dead. Yeah. I, I figured that's what was coming. I figured he was just gonna be shot. I mean, yeah, I I, I like it. They didn't introduce any like weird antidote or anything? It's just well, there is no antidote. He's just a werewolf. That's the whole time. Right. Jack is like David. I'm sorry. You're gonna have to kill yourself, or else you're gonna <laughs> yeah. kill people. And, and he like, just keeps coming back to him and saying, "David, you gotta kill yourself." And you're like, "Well, maybe he's wrong, or maybe there's a way out." But it's nope. He just has to die. Nope. nope. Yep. You're. Yeah. You're. That scene was funny when all the other dead people were talking to him too. Like how he should like just <laughs> kill yourself. You could hang yourself. No, don't do that. He might choke. He's my friend. <laughs> Excuse if you he's don't mind, he's my friend. <laughs> well, he's no friend of mine. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. The the hobos can't say I'm pleased to meet you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was great. <gasps> Poor hobos. Yeah, he tore through a lot of people. The idea of the wolf creeping around in the subway. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just being that one guy and just seeing that massive creature in the subway, that's terrifying. Yeah. I could take him. <laughs> but, like, that's a creepy visual. And whenever they do show a kill, which they don't show every kill, and it's not that, um, what's the word? Well, there's not even really a point to show some of the kill. Well, I mean, like, but it's more of, like, you just see somebody, you know, the werewolf's nearby, it's like, well, you're just already dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because, I mean, unless you have a gun on you, you're done. Even even if you have a gun, which I also kind of liked because it didn't make the werewolves like um, invincible, invincible. Like if you get shot, you get shot. Yeah. Which is something which is something I also noticed where like how movies just, you know, have people who just can't shoot a gun to save their life. Yes, And like this is like uh, what's your name's in the alley and then he's down the alley. And, but like the like the London cops are like all the way on the other end and they just shoot and they still hit him without hitting the lady. And it's like, oh, because they're trained professionals. Wow. Who would have thought? <laughs> Yep. If you get bit and don't die, is that how you turn into a werewolf? So I think that's what it is. I mean, the werewolf totally ate Jack. Well, just destroyed him. Just killed him. Yeah. And yeah, he just bled out. He's in the middle. He, like, whacks David on the shoulder, or on, like, the chest, because we see those scars later in the hospital, but then gets shot before he can actually take David out. So I think that's what it is. So any... Okay. That makes sense. I think it's if you get attacked and survive. Oh, yeah. Well, the town people just destroyed him. Okay. Here's my one question I have from the movie. So if the town people like are like, werewolves are terrible, blah, 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 
Or maybe they don't think they're terrible. Like, but why did they, like, clean him up and, like, send him away? Did they want I the I don't werewolf? think they did. My interpretation of the wounds being dressed... Oh, somebody else came by? No, I, I think that's the werewolf ability healed him. Oh, but... Uh... Okay, but how does somebody die, though? Like, like, at what point is it too, you know... From the wounds? Like, because, like, his friend died. Yeah. But why couldn't his friend just regenerate everything? Because, well, so David was scratched, and then and then the werewolf gets shot. He's got time for the werewolf, for the lycanthropy to, like, sink in, okay, I think. Okay, okay, okay. Whereas Jack is, within the span of, I don't know, five seconds, dead. Right. Yeah, There's I guess, because the, the, the like, town people He gets clawed and just eaten immediately. Oh, yeah, he gets gutted. Yeah. Which, which is what happens to everybody else. Like, people get, like, decapitated and stuff or just... Oh, yeah. Not, people yeah. usually just don't get, like, one big slash and call it a day. Yeah, no, I mean, they... All, all, all the victims look like they've been mauled. Right? <laughs> yeah, we're torn apart. That first scene where Jack shows up in in his ghost form or whatever, and his you, you see, like, all the flabs, like, the just skin flakes, like, kill. hanging off. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, it's excellent. Yeah, like, it looks like good. they they destroyed him, like they carved into his face. I and thought his best looking one was the movie theater, though. Oh yeah, where it's just like a, the skeleton head. Mm-hmm. I like I that know, one I liked a lot. The, the first show up with him as a ghost, I liked how like the flesh dangled, and when yeah. he talked, it like moved. Yeah, it was it was good. I think that was my favorite. Hey, David, can I have a piece of your toast? <laughs> There's no food here. <laughs> David, you're a werewolf, and you're gonna have to kill yourself. Just just letting you know. I also like how it was just so simple. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's a subtext about um, Judaism and like being Jewish with the with the werewolf transformation um, mm. and just being seen as an as an outsider. As like you, you look like one thing, but you're really another thing. Yeah, especially in Europe. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's it's so there's a subtext about European Jews and having to hide their Jewishness. And when that comes out, when the Jewishness comes out, everybody gets scared and wants to kill you. I liked all the songs about moons, like Van Morrison's Moon Dance, Creedence Clearwater Revival's Bad Moon Rising. Yeah. So I think that was the one that I picked up on the most. I was like, yeah, oh, that's funny. That's the, the Van Morrison Moon Dance plays during their sex scene, which is funny because the, the, the song's an allegory about sex, but also uses the, the metaphor of a moon, moonlight, um, oh, which yeah. is fun. And I noticed... Is this is going to get a, a bit explicit, but when when they're having sex, frick, <laughs> David goes down there and eats. Oh, uh-huh. so there's there's a point to showing the sex scene. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, there was a lot of scenes where he did that to him because because he's aware. You know, you, you you get what I'm getting at. Yeah, no, because he's yeah. There, there's a lot of scenes where they do that though. That's but that's that's a complaint of a lot of movies is there's no point to show the sex scene. There was like a legitimate point here mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of showing that one for the character development. Actually, just just all character development, really. Well, and later on, too, where he's just like, I don't know, like he's just got like a bunch of like energy and stuff. And oh, and yeah. He, After he, he talks to like, when they're going to the cab. Yeah, I, I love the silent or the slaughtered lamb. I love oh, yeah. that place. It's so sketchy looking with the pentagram and the. The candles on the wall and all the shifty, is, the is shifty, there a shifty they have, like, the, people. The like the star on the wall, the pentagram. Yeah, yeah. It is a so it, it's multiple things. Every 
people always think, oh, you summon Satan with that. But it was also used to ward off, like, witchcraft and stuff. Gotcha. So that is their, that's their little, like... Safe house? Yeah, that's their little, like, trying to protect the slaughtered lamb. Yeah, I'm kind of curious that, like... From from the werewolf, because they clearly know there's some werewolf out there. Curious how many there are, though. Yeah, I was going to say, do we know how many there are? No. Well, so he was the last one. David was. Of that line? Yes. The werewolf's bloodline must be severed. Right, but there could be other bloodlines. I mean, that's possible, like in other countries and stuff. Or even just, like, in other parts of there. Like, just there's different werewolves in different territories. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. It was good, though. It was, a, it was a good werewolf story, for sure. Yeah. I like how the Doctor, too, is is investigates completely logically. Yeah, he reminds me of Dr. Loomis. Yes, except maybe not as crazy. Well, yeah, and it's stupid. <laughs> or he's hiding in bushes warning kids. <laughs> Yelling at kids. <laughs> Go home. Money, get your ass away from there. Yeah, no, it reminded me a lot of Halloween. Yeah, kind of. I mean, it, it has that feel. Like, it's just, like, simple. There's kind of the same type of characters. Yeah, there were, I mean, there were stretches where Blaine and I, Jackie, weren't here for this one, for watching this movie. But, Blaine, there were, like, stretches of, like, 15 minutes where we didn't say anything, just because we were sucked in. At least I was. That That's I, that's how I felt in the beginning and the yeah. end. Th- this movie, I was sucked in more than the other two. Like, I, like, tr- truly, I feel like I watched this one, like, focused through the whole thing. Oh, yeah, especially the beginning where it's, like, Oh, I guess this guy isn't going to be in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the first time I watched it. That took me by surpri- surprise, because that's, I mean, is that the 10-minute mark? Roughly, yeah, because, I, mean, I mean, they're walking, they have to go to the bar, and then they leave. and They're trying to get to Rome. They got three months ahead of them. Oops. <laughs> Dead. I also love how, like, his friend is, like, the natural reaction of, like, run away, and then he's like, hmm. My friend's being eaten. <laughs> yeah. Go back. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, Jack, I gotta go save him. And then he comes back. He's just a puddle. He's like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> ooh. 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 Just put some flex tape on him all today. <laughs> I, I like when, uh, when Jack comes back and he's talking about his funeral. There were a lot of people at my funeral. I was surprised about that. Your parents came. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, you were a likable person. <laughs> that girl I liked. Ran away with some other dude at my funeral. That was awesome <laughs> to watch. <laughs> it was a good movie. Definitely good. Definitely a duke for me. Yeah, I duked that one. Duke that one. Get some Melandis's set destruction at the end in Piccadilly Square. He's actually he, John Landis himself. Speaking speaking of him being a stunt double, there is about a second of footage where John Landis gets hit by a car and flies through a window. That's fantastic. <laughs> okay, did, I think I remember that exact part. Because there was like a solid like just 30 seconds of just like 10 people dying, not even from the werewolf, just from yeah. the absolute chaos of the yes, werewolf. Yes, there's, it's a car hits him. <laughs> it's not yeah. even the werewolf. Like people flying through buses. Yep. And like, it's great. That was great. Just going through the city. Yeah, I also like how like it wasn't like dumb. Like people like were like actually like reacting. Like normal people were freaking out obviously running around, but like. Like, the cops were like, okay, shut the door. And then they shut the door, and he's like, okay, he escaped. Now we're just gonna go find him. And they pinned him in an alley in, like, ten minutes. Yeah. Shot him. I mean, and it's just an animal. It's not like he has some elaborate plan. He's just eaten. I think that's it. Anybody else have any amazing comments about 
werewolves. No, silver bullets aren't a thing in this one. Well, yeah, because it's it's not even like he's like. I mean, they just identify it as a werewolf. Because if anything, he just turns into like a giant wolf. Right. Because he's like he's not bipedal. That's we we were talking about that, um, Blaine and I about him how it was different. different. He, he he turns into just a literal wolf. It's like yeah. a guy turning into a wolf. Like he goes to the zoo in the wolf pen. Yeah. Which I like that kind of werewolf. I, I think that is that's more of a traditional, I feel like. Yeah, I don't know if that's traditional. Well, I don't know if there's a separation between a werewolf and lycanthropy. Obviously, lycanthropy is kind of like a werewolf thing, but I don't know if lycanthropy implies the f- um the werewolf that that is more of a wolf rather than a man wolf. Yeah. Where it's, it's the transformation implied rather than the super-powered, just hungry person. Because a werewolf usually has, like, some, you know, idea of what's going on. Whereas, like, it, it's, in o- the older idea is a lycanthrope, which is a person that turns into a wolf. Yeah. Which is what this is. Okay. Yeah. Even, I, I guess they created a studio for this, because at the beginning it says a lycanthrope films production. Beautiful. <laughs> I wonder if they've made other movies. I th- I think there's an American Werewolf, too. <gasps> yeah, wow. Don't don't care about that. He's back. He's back. <laughs> Could probably answer some of our um, bloodline questions. You never know. I guess, but is it really that important? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's important to me. John Landis, solid. I enjoy it. I, like that was, I think that was a good three movies to start me off. We're gonna have him on the podcast next week. <laughs> oh yeah, he's still alive. I checked. I checked before I said anything. Like how I said during the Blues Brothers, I didn't realize John Belushi died right after the Blues Brothers. <laughs> yep. And in, in my adventures through '80s B movies, it's hilarious yet frightening how often John Landis shows up as just like an extra. Yeah, he came up more as an actor than like a. Uh, like a director for me when I looked him up. Yeah. There, there's a great comedy called Eating Raul, uh, which is about a family who uh, bops swingers on the head with a frying pan and then uh, sells their bodies and takes their, their wallets for money so that they can make a restaurant. It's like that It's Always Sunny episode. I mean, John John Landis just walks by. And I know I was like, what the heck? Was that John Landis? And I had to go frame by frame. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's John Landis just... Walking in the back of this shot. I don't know what he's doing there. And I watched all the special features. No one mentions being friends with John Landis. Or like, yeah, John Landis was here for a day, so we put him in a shot. I don't know what he was doing there. <laughs> Maybe nobody knew, and they just, like, he just signed up to be an extra. I mean, he's 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 in, like, the credits. I know, I'm saying he could have just, like, signed up. People were like, is that the director? It's like, well, no, nah, I probably just made it the same name. He did not direct the movie. He did not direct Eating Raul. No, 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 I know, but, like, is that, like, the director John Landis? Oh, okay. Like, if, uh, like, if a new, I don't know, like, Christopher Nolan movie came out, then, like, in the credits for, like, a special person, it just said, like, James Cameron. It's like, is that James Cameron? <laughs> it's like, uh, maybe it's just somebody with the same name. He, it was just one of our extras that yeah. signed up. All right, so, I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan. I've read some of the books. I have no idea what's happening <laughs> oh no yeah so i i had no clue either and that's why i did some research on like what the 
heck is this? But um, anyways, I've only I've only read The Hobbit, and I, I've never read The Lord of the Rings. I've seen all the movies, but I'm not. I think you guys are more of a fan. Also, of Lord of the Rings. did you know that The Hobbit came out before Lord of the Rings? Yeah, yeah. Which is like interesting, at least to me, because it's like, oh, this is good, and then they made another thing, and it's better. Well, that's The Hobbit came out and was a bestseller. Yeah, the book. And yeah, yeah. I'm sure somebody's gonna yell at me for being wrong, but I'm pretty sure the only that wrong that um, Tolkien wrote Lord of the Rings because Hobbit was successful and people pushed him to expand yep. on it. No, I've heard that. Okay, like it was an accident. Oh yeah, but like how much stuff he's written, like not as like actual books, but just crap to build the lore. Oh yeah, but like up until like the past like thirty years, it's been like. You just make a thing, it's good, and then you move on. Like a lot of the movies in the 80s. Like like the three John yeah, right. movies you just watched. Like you just make a thing, it's good, and you move on. But a book's obviously different than a movie, because it's only you doing that. Right. Because he, he, what he created, like, didn't he create, like, multiple languages? Like, oh, actually yeah. developed them, and then he has, like, 9,000 years of lore? Yep. Yep. It's yeah. insane. It's fantastic. And guess what? Guess what Amazon used for that? None of it. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> None. Oh, they use some of the name. They even called Percy. Like Percy Jackson was like, "Hey, you want you want like help doing this?" Since you know, I did like the six Percy movies. Jackson or no, not what's his name? <laughs> Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson. <laughs> I was close. I was close. I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> I said P. Jackson. If I said P. Jackson, you guys would have got it. One's a director, and one's the son of Poseidon. I was. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I'm sorry. It's a mistake I would make. So. Well, they, that was a very he, Blaine thing. Well, he oh, called. Well, he called Amazon. Was like, "Hey, you want help making this show that you might flop with your billion dollar budget?" You know what Amazon said? Go yeah. away. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I was I was scrolling through um, audience um, reviews, and everyone was just like, "It's crap." Amazon blocked reviews until after you've watched it for seventy two hours. And there's being a bunch of reviews deleted, so it should be even lower than what it currently is. No hasty decisions. Yeah, you can't just watch it and re- review it. That'd be stupid. That'd you, be must stupid. Sit, you must sit on it and think about why you're wrong, unless you give it a 10 out of 10. If, if you thought the Lord of the Ring movies were long and just kind of drawn out just a little bit, which I, I thought like some of it kind of slow, but overall, ex- Lord of the Rings is good, just long. And then Hobbit, they drew out too long for me. See, I would dis- I. I disagree with that. I, I disagree with that as well. You don't think that The Hobbit was too long? Oh, I'm not even talking about The Hobbit. Okay, that that's what I was... I, I think The Lord of the Rings was good for the length, and it was good. But then they tried to do it again for The Hobbit, and it was too much. So Lord Lord of the Rings Extended is has some pacing issues, but Peter Jackson himself admits that because he well, made... That's, he why the extended, that's why they're yeah, yeah, he put the Extended together for the fans because they've got extra stuff from the books in there. Right. The theatricals are, I mean... Perfect. I don't think there should ever be an adaptation of the Lord of the Rings trilogy ever again. Because how I don't see a way to do better. Hello, I like money. <laughs> yeah, and it, it, that's a fair point. Brandon Rings I, of I, Power is doing a, a different age. They're doing like a, a, a kind of a prequel, but not really. Yeah, so yeah. I, I'll get to that to where that kind of falls. Well, hold on. yeah. Before you, before you jump into the next thing, so the pacing—it's not even that the pacing's bad. Well, the pacing is bad. But it's the fact that the characters that we're pacing with are so horribly boring. In Rings of Power or Hobbit? Rings of Power. Rings I, of Power. And they're jumping between random people. 
Like, I physically I don't care. could not care about any of the characters in the Rings of Power. Besides Dang. on character, I forget what her name is, but she's in Lord of the Rings. And Galdriel. Galadriel. Galdriel. And they Galadriel her- by uh played by Kate Kate Blanchett. Yep. So she's a, she's the, one of the main characters. What they're making her do in this show is just so dumb where it's like if I because I didn't realize they were the same character at first and I wouldn't have known until I saw it online because like yeah it, it took me a second it just though. doesn't make any sense what she's doing yeah like she has this like vendetta against Sauron like why and she almost went to Valhalla or whatever it's called in Lord of the Rings and then she didn't and it's like why Mount Doom no no the the land of the elves which I don't oh. get that either. I don't get why. Why don't all the, the elves just? Why don't all? Yeah, I get. I get the what. Why don't they all just go there? But because the reason why I they went have to, to Modor, Modor was because orcs or something invaded, right? Mordor. Well, it was. It looked. It looked like it was Sauron from the flashback, right? That destroyed okay. the. Orcs. Okay, so Sauron. But Sauron wasn't the main villain yet, right? He was just a general at that point, right? Dude, I have no idea. I watched two hours of this, and it's rough. In the lore, Sauron has a master, an, an evil master that he, like, learns from, and then eventually... He he does an emperor where, like, that guy is Darth Plagueis, and he's the emperor, and then kind of... and kill. I don't think he kills him in his sleep, but he overturns. And that's how the master. show starts, is that they kill the, the, they kill the main master. guy, the, the main okay. master. Who blew up and the West, but then right, the West is Sauron runs. Apparently. Like he's 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 vanished. Yeah, because that's where they go at the end of the Lord of the Rings, the yep. West. Yeah, I don't remember. Remember, I had a phase where I looked, where I watched a ton of videos on the Lord of the Rings lore, and I remember hearing about Sauron's old master. Cannot remember his name, but I don't remember anything about the elves' heaven being destroyed. Because th- that, that's it what destroyed. it is. It was invaded. It was very, at least, at least from what I saw, it looked very heavily implied that they just blew that thing sky high. Like, they had, like, an Elden Ring tree in there, and, like, they just blew up the tree. So, like, I don't know if they fixed it or what, but, like, all the elves had to leave because they they couldn't live there. But why were they going back then? Dude, I have no idea. See, but that's the (laughs) thing, though, because I looked into the, like, the time period. It's so, okay, here, here, ready for this? So we have like four or five ages before age one, two, and three. So they have like the year, the the age of the singing, the age of the whatever. And then they have the first age, second age, and third age. Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit is the third age. The second age is what we're in. Um, And from what I can tell, um, there are 3,500 years of the second age. And we're in year about 1,500. Or at least before fifteen hundred. Okay. That makes sense. Also, one of the main characters is Legolas's dad. And he's okay. Like, okay. He's like oh, 20. is that who that is? That the uh, dude that went to the dwarves? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't make that connection. Neither did I, because it doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I like the dwarf this guy is, though. This is before the rings are made. Yes. The rings are not made yet. Well, that's what um, they're doing. I think. I th- I think that's what the show is leading up. To. Yes, I think. This first season is going to show. Now, this is another thing. Kind of bouncing back and forth. One thing I read. This is insane if they actually do this. So, they have a Bible. Bible script. Of what's going to go. Like, the whole show is going to be. Good. That's a good idea. (laughs) 50 hours. 
good. 50 hours. That's 50 episodes. Good. Of what we just watched. Oh. No. <laughs> it sounds awful. Because it, it's their it's their Bible. <laughs> Nothing to do with Lord of the Ring lore. Ring lore. Uh, <laughs> Ring lore. <laughs> What's wrong with that? I, Lord of the Ring lore. Ring lore. Anyways. And then, did you notice, Jack? Okay, so they're not hobbits. Did you know that? They're half-foots or something. They're harfoots. Also, those are my least favorite characters. They were garbage. I hate them. Yeah, I, I didn't think they were necessary. I didn't, what's the point? And then the dude, what was that old man? So, there's so much going on. Like, you must be confused, Will. Um, we are, too. Like, I'm more confused than I was. I am it. so confused. Like, I have no clue what's going on. There was this old man that shows he came up, out from a shooting speak, star. Can't speak our language. Yeah, he fell from the sky. He, as could, a shooting he has star. he has the force though. He can control trees. Is that supposed to be like what Gandalf is, but dumber? That's that's the theory. Okay. We have no clue. Because Gandalf no isn't knows. a human. Right. The wizards are like seen as like another race. Yeah, they're they're not gods, but they're they're another race that are sent to Middle Earth to uh, guard and, and yeah, to to protect it. There are yeah. like there are some like the budget, it is amazing. <laughs> That's I have heard that oh. it at the very least it's nice to look at. Beautiful. It is yeah. amazing. It is beautiful. Like if it, it it's such a shame that it's this bland of a story because yeah. of how good it looks. It's just so bland. I'm going to have to give this a watch because I'm, I'm hearing very different things. Yeah, watch it and let us know. I, I'll keep watching it. I, I don't Honestly, know if just, I'll be able if to make it. If you plan on watching it series. just for like an art piece. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like you'll just be like, man, this looks awesome. That's I'm, I'm going to try. I'm going to watch it just completely separate of the, the Lord of the Rings and J.R.R. Tolkien and just watch it and, and see how the story works within right. itself. Just watch it for what it is. Well, yeah. when the story starts, I'll let you. Okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh -huh. mm. Yeah, uh -oh. we just got two. We're the whole thing. Like, minutes. Each episode is like episode. a legitimate hour. Yeah, fifty-nine Jesus. for the and first happens. episode, and an hour and eight minutes for the second. And, and there's episode. like eight different subplots currently happening. Yeah, we're we're okay. jumping through random people. We don't care about any of these people. Okay. Um. Random crap is happening. Yeah, and I think I think later in the show it'll come more, but there's a lot of, like, you can already start to see the breaking of, like, this doesn't make sense in Lord of the Rings. Okay. Like, like there is, right. there is, there's a few things that they've been doing where if you, like, there's a lot of, like, different, like, one of the main things is, like, how they, they have a more diverse cast, which, like, who cares? People can play whatever, but it's, like, like, when you have, like, some of these characters who are, like, you know, like, you, like there's black elves and black dwarves. It's like, okay, cool. But then it's like, well, one, what happened to these guys? Was there like a purging of the black fairy tale creatures? <laughs> oh, you mean in like, like, where are they in the new films? Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> they're not there. Are they like a slightly different race? Do they no, explain what, that? No, they, no, it's just like, they don't. it's just like humans. Like there's like black and white humans, but there's just black and white elves. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's, are, are that's fine. Races? But again, but like I raising your point, where did they go? Exactly. Right. <laughs> like if it was I, like, I like if it was like the future, it could be like, well, you know, whatever. But if it's the past, it's like these guys either disappeared or they got killed. <laughs> right. Or it has nothing to do with the lore and they don't really care and they just want to have a black actor. Which I think is fine. But like, 
it just I think doesn't it make I, sense. That didn't really bother me. Like I, it's Wait, it did, whatever. It, it didn't bother me, but it's like it's just another thing of like the lore doesn't matter, right? And that's exactly that's just they're one not. Of the, they don't actually care. They're and, just giving us crap. And, and everything I've seen online, like there are people who are like, no black. It's like, well, it's like, well, yeah, those people are dumb. But at the same time, like there is a valid argument of saying you didn't follow the lore, and you can't just call me a racist by saying you didn't follow the lore. Right, like, don't focus on little things like that. Like, just make a, like, focus on the lore, make us something good to enjoy. But they they, they don't, and they won't. And it'd they be a different listen. story if it was actually good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because then you could look past good. some of the other things that they do. But it, it wasn't. And what was up with that random kid holding that weird staff and with the Sauron symbol? I don't, I don't know, talk about Jack. They were my least. They were my second least favorite people. Yeah, with the uh, with the <laughs> like elf. the mom and the kid. Yeah, and, and the they took down an orc because the orcs were tunneling through their town for Dude, some reason. It was literally two second fight, and she was able to chop off his head, and then she showed the head to everybody. Like that was kind of a cool cut, actually. I kind of like that. Like she was like going to decapitate, but then right as she cut the head, it like just cut to like her showing the head to everybody else. Yeah. Yeah, because this lady, she saw that like the orcs were on like another town. She came back to her town. She's like, "My my town, we're 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 gonna be invaded by the orcs." And they're like, "You idiot woman, no!" Yeah. <laughs> and then she like an orc attacked her at her house, and then she killed it. She's like, "Do you believe me now?" No, she didn't even say that. She was just like, "Follow me." But Maybe. you know, uh, what sounds better than She Hulk. Yes. Mm, well. I, episode yeah, three I, if there's no twerking I, I, i'm turning it off I'll tell you what. yeah <laughs> i mean at least they at least they show her doing something rather than just talking about it oh yeah well it was more <laughs> of like an indirect though because uh it, there's just so many things happening like the cows were like milking blackness i don't even understand what's happening yeah i don't i mean it, they're just kind of setting up like evil is coming okay um but it, it's still so confusing that's what I, they're trying to do they're trying to do too much like it's like a mix of like everybody's like the evil is done hooray and then there's people like uh actually you're wrong you're wrong 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 so I, yeah, they're trying to do too much and focus on too many characters and maybe maybe this is they'll be able to explain it all and make it make sense and make it good but i don't think they will there's just, I don't know, there's just seems there, to be, there's maybe it opens next, but like, there's nine, I think. Nine episodes. But two came out the first week, so there'll be eight weeks of this. Okay. okay. And they'll probably all be an hour. Oh, I can imagine. Maybe That longer, sounds like my worst nightmare, honestly. Although, I mean, Stranger Things was amazing, and they, they were hour to, there was a two hour episode, and was I was and hooked the hours. whole time. I was hooked the whole time. Yeah, I agree. So you I can agree. do it. Twin like, Peaks season three is 18 episodes an hour a piece, and it starts off like you were saying, where there's like eight different plots and none are seemingly connected. Well, hold and on, at hold first on. I was like, Did you what like the it? hell? Like when you when those Oh, characters... I was intrigued. Yeah, I'm not. I'm oh. not. I'm not <laughs> I was like, what is this? You're showing me all this crazy stuff. Oh my gosh, now we're in we're in Las Vegas. Oh my gosh, now we're in New York and there's this crazy box that people are staring at. Why are they staring at that box? I'd rather look at a box than seven minutes of these Kroger brand hobbits <laughs> yeah. eating berries in the woods. This feels like like someone like me that's not really involved in the lore tried to create a Lord of the Rings film. Like, yeah, I know nothing about lore, 
but I love Lord of the Rings, so I'm going to make my own. It's thing. almost as if they didn't use any of the lore and didn't get anyone that worked on the original movie. Hmm. Yeah, it's like we've said that a hundred times. I apologize. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm just restating. It's bad. <laughs> it's... Um, anyways, yeah. I, I don't know. It, like I mean I hope it's good. Like I like I like watching it because of how nice it looks. Yeah, I and I, I think that's the main reason why I'll keep watching it. I'm also curious on if they can give me anything enjoyable. I usually give things about three episodes, especially now that everything is about an hour long an episode. Yeah. Usually, like Obi Wan I gave three episodes, then I was out. Yeah, I um, <laughs> Boba Fett I gave about a half episode I was out. Yeah, I didn't get anywhere in the Boba Fett. You should still watch episodes five and six or four and five of Boba Fett. Those are just Mandalorian episodes. Yeah, I did watch those. Oh, okay. Those are good. Yeah. Well then why aren't they just part of the Mandalorian? I there's a rumor, there's a big rumor that they cut so much of Boba Fett and they just filmed some Mandalorian stuff because of how bad it was going. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That they were trying to save and the And I'm show. not gonna lie. They did the right decision. <laughs> I was gonna say they saved the show. <laughs> they did not say I. I just because of how good those two episodes of Boba Fett are, I still think Boba Fett's better than Obi Wan. Right, right. I not saved the show, but they got us to watch two more episodes. Dude, I'm just tired of this like same thing being recycled over and over and over again. Garbage. Like the same type of stories, and it's existing Garbage. IP, but we're doing a, it's a, worse. A, a quote unquote new thing in in that universe. It's a reimagining. Yeah. That's the three movies we watched this week were very refreshing to me, at least. Oh, yeah. They were all different. They were all different, but kind of similar stylized. So you could, I mean, you could, the the feel was kind of similar to them, you know? Yeah. And that's, who would have thunk that somebody with a vision would create something better than Money grubbing corporate people. Who'd have thunk? Who'd have thunk? No. <laughs> I mean, that's how it starts, though. Even with, like video mom. games, like good video games always start amazing, oh, and then Judy. corporate get touches them, <laughs> and they just become money grabbing crap. Yeah. Um, man. I mean, there's good stuff coming out, but not a lot of good big budget studio stuff, unfortunately, right now. Unless well, somebody can all point the big budget something. studio stuff needs to make their money back, so they have to like get all these different check marks of like what they need to have in it to make X amount of money back instead of taking a risk. Everything's got to be a billion dollar property and make a billion dollars and be part of a universe. Which I, I don't mind a universe, but at the same point, yeah, it, it, it's also annoying. People are saying like, "Well, you can't just rip on the rings of power because you're a terrible person." But it's like the House of the Dragon is getting so much like better reception and it's like still high budget and like they yeah. have like they respect the lore that's part of an established world. thing yeah yeah and and they because they have roughly the same rotten tomato store they both they're like at 83 84s and then but the audience score on like lord of the rings is like a 30 well yeah, like, it's like a 33 while house of dragon is like the exact same as the critic score hmm because it's good, people like. And it. and the people coming into House of Dragon, I know most people were disappointed with Game of Thrones. So we, I feel like most people had low hopes, and the score shows like we actually are enjoying. It. I I think from what I've seen online, people had about roughly the same expectation going into both. Like they were kind of different types, but they were like the same of like, I'm not ready for this. 
Right. See, that's that's interesting. I mean, it can be done. Oh, dude! If when you the first tell, episode like, of House of Dragon story. came out, when the first episode of House of Dragon came out, like it broke everyone of how good it was. Good. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I guess they're just going to use the like the theme for Game of Thrones and House of Dragon because, but they didn't even play that till episode two. Right. See, that's okay. I I thought it was true. I like they played it in the second episode. I was like, did they played that the first episode. They played. They played like a Game of Thrones like end credit song in the end credits, but they didn't play the theme song okay. until the theme song of the second one. Okay. And here's the thing, though. So with back to like the Rings of Power, like we said, has no lore being like he wrote the books. That Dude, there's they're so basing off for for the the Game of Thrones spinoff. Like there's books for those too. Yeah, and they're actually, and you can tell they well, are. Just, it's not even that they're using it. They're using they they have J.R.R. Martin on set, and he is directing what is happening with the show. Story wise, story wise, story yeah. Wise. Okay, he's he's he, okay. So he's he's you have like story which is what they should have got Peter Jackson to do on yeah. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I mean, or even just, or to come just by somebody for a day. who cares. Yeah, you or somebody who cares. Well, that's another loves thing. The characters. So apparently, yeah. while making the show, they fired a bunch of people because they oh, that's them. a good sign. Well, they fired them because of how they were saying they were breaking the lore. Oh yeah, and it's like, well, mm, if you don't agree to what I'm going to say in this open discussion, you're gone. All right, what else do we watch? House of Dragons. Good. There's the crab guy, Blaine. He's the villain. The crab guy. Crab he guy. Crab he guy. Beats, yeah, he yeah, yeah, people yeah. to crabs. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's actually Forgot about that. Can you yeah. watch House of Dragons without having watched Game of Thrones? Yes. yes. Cool. It takes place before Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's like 170 years before. And it doesn't rely on your knowledge of, of Game of Thrones. It, um, I know. Not really. Like, it, it, There's some like names and houses and stuff where it's like, oh, this is the ancestors of this house. Okay, where you would connect it if you have seen Game of Thrones. But, yeah, like, right. okay. like, like you've heard of like Tyrion Lannister, right? Game of Thrones. Yeah. So like there's like House Lannister. So it's a different Lannister who's like their great great grandpa or whatever. That's currently uh, okay. like in politics. Yeah. Um, Which, you don't need to make the connection. Yeah, I mean, you don't it's need to make a connection, but it's this. more of like you under you might be able to figure out this more, what these like people kind of do. Targaryen, yeah. I know, I know that name. I don't know what it means. That's like the dragon lady, right? Yeah, you don't yeah. need that okay. for actual Game of Thrones, though. That one isn't as important because this okay. is the show because their house gets eliminated like prior Game of Thrones, and this is like the peak of their house in this show. Okay, yeah. well, so, so wouldn't you need you not need it for this, but something that that would be interesting to know. Yeah, it, right. it's, it's explaining focusing who they are. on the Targaryens. Honestly, it would okay. be more of like a you watch House of Dragon, you like it, and then you switch over to Game of Thrones to just like experience the same universe still because it's the same quality up okay. until like season six, at least, of Game of Thrones. Okay. Hmm. Do we know how many um ten episodes uh, uh, se- uh, seasons we'll get though? House of Dragon. Because they confirmed two, right? Well, it's two because it just got renewed, but I think they could make it go for like five or something. I, it just depends what they take it. Nobody knows yet. Because I, I want to say there's three books. I have no idea, but uh, George R. R. Martin says that he he's fine writing a bunch of more stuff, and then he he wants if they want to make more shows that he can like watch over, he's down for it. He needs to finish the uh, Game of Thrones series, though. Yeah, he's so he's still what on book five. Yes, <laughs> for like 20 years or something. Yeah, he was on book five when season one of Game of Thrones came out. Yeah. 
was that, 10 years ago? Yeah, he was working on the same book still. Dang. Wait, has book five not come out? No. No. He gets very distracted. He works on everything else besides that book. Yeah, and I think he, he wrote three other books, those three prequel books. <laughs> yeah. That, that makes sense why they just stopped waiting for him and just finished Game of Thrones. Well, not really. So Game HBO was like, we'll give you as much time and money as you want because George R. R. Martin wanted Game of Thrones to go on for like 10 seasons. Mm-hmm. But starting around season five or six, they started to speed things up, especially in seven, season seven and eight. Eight's the last season. Because the, the two guys that make it were going to go make a Star Wars trilogy and they wanted to finish up Game of Thrones. But then Game of Thrones was so bad that they got fired from Star Wars. Hooray. Yeah, well-deserved, in my opinion. I don't know. I mean... They probably would have made a good Star Wars trilogy. was crap, too. Yeah, I was going to say, they probably could have made someone Because their better. their trilogy was supposed to be, like, the Old Republic. Yeah, I mean, I, I wish they would have gotten a chance to make it. I don't like... It's like Ryan Johnson. Like, he made a bad Star Wars movie, but he makes good movies. Well, so so back to the Game of Thrones guys. I mean, Star Wars is a completely different thing. And they showed seven seasons of competence... I would say closer to five, but yes. Yeah, closer to okay. five. Probably six. For a normal person, six. For a hardcore fan, five. Anyway, they've got a positive ratio. No. <laughs> I I know season eight is, is, is not loved, but... Season seven isn't really either. <sighs> okay. Season eight is, like, it's just so awful. It's, it's more than so not bad. loved. I'd, I'd be curious to see what they do with the movie, though. Oh, I agree with like you. Like in I'm a completely saying. different universe. Like that's a completely different thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I I I would have loved to see what they could do. I also think it works better when there's like two people doing these big things because like it's yes. like the the D brothers or whatever they're called, the Duffer brothers for Stranger Things. Yeah. Well, there's two different guys that start with D for Game of Thrones, and there's the Duffer oh, brothers okay. for Stranger Things, so they can juggle all that stuff. Okay. And like for a lot of the Marvel stuff, it was the Russo brothers. Yeah. So. I just think with two people who have the same mindset, and they're like siblings, so they're not gonna like dick each other over. Primal, Primal, another good episode. I got Primal. to watch Primal. Oh, did you watch all of it? I, no, I didn't. I watched. I went to a friend's house, and he um, and he was already watching Primal, and we. Ooh. I got to watch quite a few episodes. Episodes. It's great, and isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I got the vibe. I no dialogue. Yep. Oh my gosh, it was. I saw it's awesome. The episode. The episode that stand, stands out to me is where they go to. The where there's those big old bats, the red yeah, bats. Yeah, and the, and the and they, top of the like the yes, or whatever. The spider's yeah. nest is on the top of just like a massive spire. It's awesome. And they gotta fight the they gotta fight a big spider. And season and then, two just gets a bigger budget and it's crazy. Okay. That's we didn't make it to season two, but then we saw like the one where he fights the gorilla who takes like some the, potion the, of some kind. Yeah, it's like Black Panther. Yeah, and then he takes a potion and beats the crap out of the gorilla. And it's awesome. Oh my gosh, he rips the arms off, and then it yep. cuts to... He rips the arms off and then proceeds to beat the gorilla's body with its arms like a drum, <laughs> which is awesome. And then it just cuts to all of the gorilla's like little ape minions, and they've all just got their mouths open and staring. They're just like, uh... Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I, I don't have it. a list of all. I loved the, it. <laughs> the episode of season one that stands out to me the most because I'm a big I'm a big Woolly Mammoth fan. I like I think that's the second episode. Did you watch the one with the Woolly Mammoths? I saw part. That that's where what, I that's walked. A fun one. I walked in where there were a bunch of Woolly Mammoths kind of surrounding the oh, main guy. 
It's great. You should watch ep- episode one. Is Blaine seen it? Only episode one, I think. Yeah, that's all I've seen. I okay. need to start watching. I really like the style because episode one is like the because like the rest of season one is like them just doing their little adventures, but season episode one like sets up why they're together. That's well, I saw that. There's a flashback, not not even a flashback. There's the episode where they go and like find a little witch. Okay, and she can jump into the past, and sh- and she jumps into the the main dude's past and sees that he had a kid in a family, and then we see them all destroyed again their their names are never said but um according to like imdb and like people talking about the show like so the guy's name's spear and the t-rex is fang okay and the t-rex is a female which you'll see in the origin as well because she also had a family yeah yeah. (laughs) okay yeah that that was that was when that happened my friend goes okay i can spoil the first episode that's what happened um a bunch of dinosaurs yeah. attacked the dude's family, and then simultaneously the girl dinosaur lost all her family, so they team up to get revenge. I think next week might be the last episode of season two, because it, it, there's been a two-part build-up to what this last episode's about to be. So I'd, I'd be pretty down to talk about it next week if you guys want to catch up, because the last next episode comes out on Friday night, but I watch them on Saturdays. I still don't have active access to hbo max i kind of just accidentally walked into that and it just happened to work out i need to watch rings of power first no you don't (laughs) (laughs) blaine did you watch anything quickly this week before i jump into what uh, the last thing i was watching i actually didn't all i watched was rings of power all right skip (laughs) no we talked rings power um yeah Yeah, we did we already talked about it that's all i really watched and then the three movies yeah that's good though well, the Rings yeah, of Power was, was so long. Oh, my God. I watched yeah, some I woke more... up early to watch it. I was like, guys, I need 10 extra minutes because apparently this is I skipped two around. hours I, and 10 minutes. I watched the first episode. It's that two I went... hours? Well, each For episode. two episodes. <sighs> it's an hour each episode. Yeah, it, and there's like no ads. Like, it's a physical hour for each episode. Yeah. Man. It drags hard. Because I, I woke up early so I could watch it, and then I was like, oh, crap, I'm not going to have enough time. These are long. Then I, I still was watching Batman the Animated Series. Fantastic. Um, I watched... How many, how many episodes again, and how far are you? It's like 80-ish episodes, and I'm on like 40. Okay, so you're halfway. So I watched... Uh, well, season one has like 60 episodes, that's why. Oh, so dang, I'm like so... halfway through season one. Dang. Um, but yeah, no, so like I watched actually the, one of the most highest rated episodes, I think the, or the highest rated episode. So it's this episode where like some of the villains are playing cards and they like talk about times where like Batman almost foiled them. And then, um, at the very end, cause like the Joker, he's talking and then he talks about like where he currently has Catwoman like stored or kidding. Cause he just captured her in his story. And then the last villain who's one of the villains in the show, you don't realize it, but then it's actually Batman in a mask. And it's just like, oh, what a twist. What a twist. And then uh, then another episode that I watched, it was called um, The Grey Ghost. And it's about, like, this superhero that, like, is kind of, like, uh, not really talked about anymore. He was, like, a TV star. He was, and um, he's, he was, like, what inspired Batman to fight crime, kind of, like, his same style. But he's played by Adam West, which is so cool, because Adam West was Batman. And he's like, he's like the inspiration for the Batman, the Batman animated series. And it's like, oh, what a, what a nice little hat nod to Adam West for being the original Batman. That kind of stuff's cool. Yeah, it, it was, 
like I was like that was that was like that was easily my favorite episode. I was like that was so good. Just it just feels good. That kind of stuff just makes it feel so good when they when they put that stuff. Because like he's like he goes to Batman or he's like because Batman like recruits the actor Grey Ghost guy to help him fight crime in the episode because like he's down on his luck, and um, then Batman tells him you know like. You know, I used to watch you when I was a kid with my dad, blah, 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 blah. And then the very last part of the episode, like, because the great ghost gets famous again because Batman and him solve a crime and he gets on the newspaper. And then uh, Bruce Wayne goes to get, like, something signed at, like, a Comic-Con. And then Bruce Wayne just looks at him. He's like, you know, I used to watch you with my dad when I was a kid. And then the great ghost guy's like, oh, wait a second. And then Bruce Wayne walks away. And he's like, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, that was the best episode of Batman so far. I watch that when I have time in between everything that comes out weekly and yeah, all this, there's so much to watch. So I think I watched about five episodes this week. It's a solid watch. I don't want to watch it too fast because of how good it is. Um, oh, anything, anything else? else? Will, what did you watch? I watched, let's see. Um, so I watched my Orson Welles stuff, uh, Citizen Kane. Yes, yes, yes. And then the trial. Um, I revisited a Cronenberg film called The Brood which is about how divorce tears a family apart. Uh, I think you were talking about that. It's the horror one that you don't like, or that freaks you out the most. N- that's a racer head, but this is like okay. probably number two. Okay. Cause, cause, cause behind, <laughs> behind being a dad when I'm not ready <laughs> as being my greatest fear. My second would be being divorced and psychologically traumatizing my children, which is what happens because there's a doctor, a psychoplast mix. That help that is helping the mom through therapy. She manifests her anger as these physical little children that like bud off of her, and these little little gremlin children things with like deformed faces enact her anger on people she doesn't like. So like her parents that abused her as a kid, her her little tribe of little kids that wear like they're children wearing like snow clothes. Like, these colorful little snow clothes, but then they've got these weird, like, masks on that are supposed to be, like, creepy little faces. Uh, they go to her fam- her her mom's house and just beat the crap out of her. The heck? Yeah, it's it's, it's described by Cronenberg as his version of Kramer vs. Kramer, but more realistic. Ah. Kramer vs. Kramer is a, is a drama about, there's a court drama about uh, a couple getting divorced. No, Seinfeld. Yes. Yay. <laughs> Yeah, watch that. Hey, good, good uh, one, Jack. Started spooky season with a silent film from 1922 called Hoxon, the History of Witchcraft. Ooh. It was, um, af- after uh, watching Primal at my friends, we popped this on, and it was it was interesting. They were depicting, like, witchcraft in, um, in like, the 1600s and then in the 1800s. And it was, it was really, it, it was really interesting, because it'd just be, like, it'd be a title card of, like, Watch these witches make their brew. And then it would cut to the witches just like making their brew. Yeah, but it, it looked so <laughs> authentic. Like there were these just really old people that looked all dirty and grimy. And there's like cauldrons and there's like a skeleton of like a little dog just like hanging up. Like, you know, how like a skeleton will be like hung up at a museum, like a whale skeleton or like a shark skeleton above everything. Yes. Yeah. It was <laughs> like a little dog. Yeah. And uh, it the was really weird. Low for this. Well, and then the <laughs> devil pops up, and he's just like quintessential devil with like horns and a beard. And that guy's tongue is going 
everywhere. Like he just every time he's on screen, he just like he just pops up behind a piano and he's just going. Ah, la, 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It, it's. If, if you've never watched a silent film, maybe that's one to Ooh. watch. It's. I mean, it's interesting to look at for sure. I don't know. I mean, I I do enjoy Primal. So, but my gut is saying I'm not gonna like a silent film. You, I think you would like Primal more, Blaine. Just but I can, I can get through Primal. Well, you got through one episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but typically I'm pretty judgy right off the bat. And I, I first episode I can typically say if I can do it again or not. And I I can watch more Primal. Oh yeah, great show. Honestly, that might be what, besides House of Dragon, that might be the best thing that I'm currently watching right now. Well, Batman, but that's currently airing. Not Lord of the Rings? No. And then I watched a, a notoriously so bad it's good movie called Troll 2. Oh my uh, god. Yes, dude, you're it is. Something else, I think. No, I know what you're talking okay, about. Okay. I've, I haven't seen Troll 2. I haven't seen Troll 2, but I think I've seen the cover and it looks so weird. Y- yeah, so Troll 2 has nothing to do with Troll 1. Oh my gosh, it's so bad. Wow. Just everything... The the act there is the sister actor. It's about a family who switches houses with a family from a town called Nilbog, and the the town of Nilbog is populated by goblins who can take the form of people, uh, but all the goblins are vegetarians. So what they do is they gotta feed this family the food that they make in order to turn the family into vegetables, so that the vegetarian goblins can eat them. Understandable. So like when they when the family first gets to the town, they walk into the house and they're like, wow, look at all this food just set out for us. And it's like a cake with like green icing, like a biscuit with like green cream cheese. Like it all looks disgusting. And they're just like, mmm, yummy. And they're about to eat it. But but then the kid's grandpa, who is a ghost, freezes time so that the child can pee on the food so that the family can't eat it and turn into vegetable monsters. And that's the setup. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 as soon as you said troll, like I could picture these weird. They're just weird looking. I just looked it up again. Like that's exactly what I was thinking of. Everything is so bad. All of the acting is so bad. Oh my gosh, it's 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 amazing. It is something to behold. Was was one better than two? No, it's completely related. Notice how I said they're goblins. No trolls. it's Blaine they made this movie and they said you know what let's market this as a troll sequel because troll is is definitely a movie that people know (laughs) that's funny yeah so that's my start to spooky season have some updates again next week yay well I think we're about to hit the end alright well let's sign off call it a day episode 11 12 12 not bad. God damn. I apologize. We're gonna redo the whole thing now. Uh, Cut it. Restart. Blaine, your mindset was off. I apologize. Okay, bye. Wait, 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 wait. What? Duke's Nukes Pot Con. Send an email. Uh leave a five-star review on Apple Spotify. Also, thank you, Will, to editing. Thank you, Blaine, for having your dog that the podcast is named after. And thank you, random person, for listening. Not not you, listener, the other listener. Get it? Thank you, Jack. It's me and the future listening back. Wow. Thanks, Jack. so exciting. Yay. Okay, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Mel Brooks next week. Mel Brooks.